Welcome to the Life Untapped podcast, where we help you rediscover your potential so that you feel confident, clear, and independent. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years by putting others first, only to wake up in your midlife and find yourself lost in the shuffle? Girl, I have so been there. Let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new direction to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll talk confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindsets, financial hacks, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We will find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. This is your blueprint, your life untapped. I'm your host, Francine Rivera, lifestyle consultant and certified health coach. I'm also the founder of the Life Untapped Coaching System, where you can earn as you learn with our affiliate program. Check it out at thelifeuntapped.com and grab our free mini course, The Guilt-Free Balanced Life, while you are there. Are you ready for your blueprint? Let's dig in. Welcome back to the show. Today, I am speaking with Dina Ray. She is a divorced mom of two and grandmother to two, and she's also a caregiver to both of her parents. We met in one of my health groups on Facebook, and we just clicked because we're so like-minded, but she's a Southern gal. She's in her mid-50s and in the process of changing careers while re-entering the workforce. She has a passion for holistic health, specifically traditional Chinese Ayurveda, I'm probably saying that wrong, (laughs) and alternative medicine. So she's starting over from the ground up and it left her apprehensive, nervous, and excited at the same time. But Dina has gone through the Life on Tap Blueprint course, and I felt it was important for you guys to hear from her experience. She told me she had six pages of notes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to interview Dina. (laughs) So welcome to the show, Dina. Glad to be here. I'm glad you said yes. So can you tell everybody why you even said yes and invested in the, in the blueprint course? Oh, well, you know, I came across you um, through Trisha's group on Facebook and I was just intrigued by your segment. I think it was on Mondays. I can't really say for sure, but anyway, and then you had left, you know, basically an opportunity for me to go through the life on tap, the blueprint. So definitely I jumped on the bandwagon when it was offered to me and I am so glad that I did. Um, so what stood out to you the most? How comprehensive it was. I mean, it really makes you think about all facets of your life, you know, from your relationship with yourself to how you present your vision, clarity, self-care, health, wellness, organization, time management, you know, money management, and just staying encouraged. So I don't know. It was just very comprehensive, a very thorough. I mean, you really put a lot of thought and time into that because as a woman transitioning midlife, it's a reminder of all the areas to consider and to address. Yeah. Did you feel they were placed in? Well, first, before we even go through that, let me explain to the listener. There are six modules and I start off with limiting beliefs and confidence because I feel like that's the foundation foundation to get rid of all that stinking thinking and to build up your confidence. And then we go into the person's, well, let me backtrack. We work on your identity, establishing your identity. And then in in module two, we establish and find 
your vision, because so often as women in midlife, it's been so long since we've dreamed and had our vision because we put everybody else first. So we get clear on that. We establish clarity. Then we go into self-care because again, as women in our midlife, we tend to put that on the back burner as well because we're doing all the things for everybody else. And then we touch on health and wellness, which is a passion of mine. And then we go into organization and time management because I think the number one excuse we have is we just don't have time. And I geek out on systems, like my systems have systems. And then we go into money mindset because debt and just being financially independent of our spouse are huge issues. So now that the listener knows the modules, (laughs) did you feel they were stacked in the right way? Would you have changed anything? No, I think they were stacked in the correct order, uh, definitely. Um, The two that are actually interchangeable, you know, is actually being active while you're reprogramming or peeling back the layers of the onions, simply because for a while, when I was going through a traumatic event, um, I allowed myself to stay in freeze mode for quite some time. And I hibernated and I read and I researched, I isolated myself. So I had a lot of knowledge, but I wasn't taking action. And with the type of person I am, I need physical movement, you know, because when I clear the channels, then I can close my lid and retain the information and apply it. So for years, you know, I stayed locked in my own mind, but I do know it's an inside job. But I, while you're working the inside job, you definitely need to take care of the outside. And I'm the type of person that needs to be physical. So they work hand in glove for me with the limiting beliefs and the confidence. Right. And I know a lot of times we, we know, like you said, you have the knowledge, but without taking action, that's really protecting ourselves. That's keeping ourselves safe. Yes. And if we don't take any steps or actions, we're not going to get hurt. There's no chance of failure. So I'm just not going to do anything. So, um, you know, there's that saying knowledge, what is it? Knowledge is power. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's the action of that knowledge that really gives you the power. But um, we subconsciously protect ourselves and just don't step out. So I'm glad that you stepped out. (laughs) Thank you. I know even uh, doing this interview is me stepping out a bit. I know. I know. (laughs) This is a big deal. It it is. I totally get it. I totally get it. But hey, at least we're not on video. We spoke about that earlier. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like I used to give, you know, briefings to thousands of troops, sometimes like demobilization with uh, troops coming back. And, you know, I was like natural after a while, you know, I'd like hyperventilate the first few times I had to give an hour long briefing that was congressionally mandated. But I tell you, if there was a VIP putting a camera in front of me, I'd be like, so it's like, that's why I was glad this was an audio call and not video. Oh yeah. That's like the best part about, about yeah, the best part about podcasts. You don't have to do your makeup. <laughs> so what would you say out of it might be hard to pick, but what stood out to you the most? Or was there any particular aha moment? Oh, definitely that, of course, when you're in freeze mode, I mean, take that element out of it, you know, or if you're in full-blown depression, things of that nature. All right. Because medically you have to address some issues first, but I absolutely love that excuses are well-planned lies. I love that. Mm -hmm. That was aha light bulb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
um, simply because, you know, I was researching, learning, but just not applying anything. And I was making excuses not to put myself back out there. And so excuses are well-planned lies. Absolutely. And the other, because, you know, definitely nutrition. I mean, your food is either healing a disease or it's manifesting a disease. So with the nutrition, with your quote, or I mean, not you're saying is you are what your food eats. Those Mm -hmm. two are the standouts. I just absolutely love those. Yeah. Most people have heard you are what you eat, but most people have not heard you are what your food eats. (laughs) Um, I mean, you so many tips with budgeting on how you can create disposable income, you know, to eat well, or to consider that you are what your food eats. And I, I, I did love those tips as well, because I think the standout for that, and I know we're like getting all over the place here a little bit, was that it's not what you make, it's what you keep mm-hmm. or is your income. Yeah. Especially with those with one source of income. And then also you mentioning like millionaires and who, I mean, we can all be millionaires actually, you know, that they have seven streams of income. But if you're a nine to five, one income person, you know, it's pretty much, it's not what you bring in, it's what you keep. So how you spend those dollars and there's ways to cut back. And you gave a lot of tips on that. And I love, absolutely loved for motivation is you take the easiest bill to pay off first as of the motivation with the snowball. And one of the things that my father shared that was in line with actually, um, even with a budget for your dress for success is when you buy something, you know, think about, I will have to work four hours net income to pay for that item. Is it worth it? And so, you know, with your meal plan and going to the grocery store and people saying that, no, you cannot afford organic. No, you cannot afford quality beef. You know, it's either you're going to take time off from work to go to the doctor. You're going to take time off from work to be a caregiver. You're going to spend money on big pharma because yes, they can increase the longevity of your life, but they're depleting the quality of your life. If you can afford a prescription medication when you're on a fixed income. So it's like, no, you know, we can afford what is important to us. It's, um, I guess it's a balance. We speak about obviously spending well, but at the same time, not cheaping out, I guess, for lack of another term on taking mm-hmm. care of yourself and your health, because that's most important. So, yeah. So I'm glad that you enjoyed that segment as well. I know we think the same with, with health and treating our bodies, right. And everything we put in our body either works for us or against us. Um, And that's why when I put this course together, I know there was like a lot of different topics, but I just felt it was well-rounded to the main pillars of our life that if we just took care of those pillars, that everything else would just fall into place. So I know you said the first time around you had six pages of notes, which I said earlier blew my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> and then you redid the course and you said you even got more out of it the second time. I did. That was amazing. And just real quick, I used to teach spin classes. And I remember thinking I said the same thing, mostly every class with regards to form and breathing. And then one day a client told me it finally clicked after all these months of hearing you tell me how to breathe, like Lord, like, you know, the, my form on the pedals, like it, it clicked. And I was like, Ooh, sometimes repetition is good. <laughs> and you, you need to hear things more than once. So what did you get out of it 
more so the second time than the first? Well, you know, with the first time, like I said, I had researched a lot and I'd been reading a lot. So it was like a lovely overview of what I already knew, but I wasn't ready to take action. And the second time, it's like, I am ready to take action. So my notes were a little more detailed. Um, your worksheets, I took a little more seriously because like, it's like the vision board, you know, write down, you know, your passions, your visions and all the areas of your life and then turn them into now statements. I mean, that took a little work. <laughs> and so I really love that because that created affirmations like a mantra when you do meditation to say to yourself so that you bring your vision, your goals to the present. And I really liked that, took that a little more seriously the second time. And then of course, the dress for success, the two modules there that were added. I mean, that just really opened up the door to where I do love shopping sometimes, but I'm not one of those gals that likes to be out there in the stores, in the lines, especially with COVID and how few cashiers are working. It's just stressful and draining to me to do any shopping, you know, right now. But I was like, I was, you know, I've already purged my closet moving, you know, to the beach, but I need to purge it again because I do have a vision because I did a lot of self analysis. It's like, when do I feel my best? You know, and I'm a tank top, blue jeans, cowgirl kind of person, I guess, with bandanas. I, yeah, I just, and yogi, you know, everything with yoga and yoga pants. And I know we say don't wear yoga pants, but you know, the yoga pants I have are expensive and kind of cute. So it's like, <laughs> I like wearing them. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I just envisioned a bohemian chic look, you know, as far as corporate America. And I looked through some of her, you know, pictures on the web side that she gave. And I don't know, it was just very inspiring because she gave a very motivating scenario when she was young. I guess she was 17 or 18. Mm -hmm. um, and I do not know how to pronounce her name. You'll have to help me out there. And I'm getting off track here a little bit, but um, oh, okay. that, yeah. was still module, that was yep. still module one, but it was two that you added. And I took a lot of notes in this area as, as how it's coming full circle. What is her name? Linda? Linda uh, Podgeter. Pod, okay. Podgeter. And I was thinking. I don't know, on our website, there's a different name. So anyway, it's just, uh, she mentioned like on $125 a month, she puts together an A-list wardrobe. And when she was younger, she didn't have the experience or the requirements for whatever job she was seeking. But because of her image and how she looked, they're like, we're going to bring you on board and we'll train you. Yeah. Her corporate name is Linda Page. Linda Page. Uh, that, that's you. the business name. Yeah. So, Linda Pockmeter yeah. is her full name. And yeah, after I did that interview with her I was like I need to just besides having the episodes in the podcast I need to like put that into the course because it just went so much with the whole confidence module and how oh, it we did. present ourselves to the outside world gives us confidence too like if you're in a messy bun and just like yoga pants are fine I'm cool with them but if you're in like old yoga pants with a t-shirt on top <laughs> and no makeup and no earrings like that's a different look than nice yoga pants with a cute top and your hair done nice and makeup on presented well. So absolutely. And if ever you're in doubt, I thought about this when I was going through that segment is go to Dillard's, you know, in your pajamas, slippers and a yeah. robe with your morning hair and mm -hmm. see how you're received. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and change or even and, and this is so true. It's like when you wake up in the morning, if you stay in your pajamas, for three to four hours, watch your energy. Yeah. And I did this actually. All right. And then a few hours after you wake up, 
put on some workout clothes, nicer workout clothes, you know, put your hair in, you know, a, a nice little ponytail and then see if that transforms your energy. And then let's say around lunch, put on a little makeup or maybe even change clothes again to jeans and a nice shirt mm-hmm. and a jacket. Yeah. See how you feel about yourself, you know, and I, I do believe that. And so, yeah, I envision some, you know, scenarios of like shopping. It's like, would we, you know, how we present is the respect that we will command. And since I haven't been working for a while, I've got into a few bad habits, but, you know, it's nothing that can't be, you know, addressed. And so that segment was, yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah. Just same here. 2020 being the year of lockdown and not really going out, going anywhere, you know, my dressing slipped for sure. And then um, enter Linda and I was like, Ooh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Back on track. So, and I love how she explains that you don't dress according to how you feel. You dress according to how you want to feel. Want to feel. That's right. Moods and emotions and feelings are fickle. Mm -hmm. And I also love what she shared about how others receive her to where, you know, you'd get up, you dress up and you don't allow anyone else to lower your standards based off of how they perceive you or receive you, because it can be from envy or hurt people, hurt people. So Mm -hmm. she you know, a lot of information about that where you keep your chin up, you dress for success, for your energy, how it makes you feel and how others eyeball you. Or even like if you're in an environment where everybody dresses down, you can be that bold beacon shining example because they will manifest to you instead of allowing to lower your vibration. I'm going to include a link to Linda's work. Uh, We're talking so much about her. I want to give her all the credit in the world for this. I'll I'll include a link to her course in the show notes because it really is transforming, like I think. And obviously you've had that impact too. So you're a caregiver to your parents. You relocated for that Mm -hmm. purpose. Are you taking care of yourself like with self-care? I should say it's been off and on, but not consistent, you know, since I did resign from the federal workforce, I just haven't been consistent because I have so many passions. It's like with nutrition, with holistic health, with Ayurveda, you know, the whole yogi mindset, the health and wellness group, you know, what you've brought to the table for me. It's just so many different areas I need to address at once. It was just overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me to say that I've been consistent. No, I have not, but I am putting together a plan so that I am consistent because I am now meditating twice a day. I'm getting 30 minutes of movement in a day to where I went on cycles before to where I'd be all in and then I'd bottom out. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wasn't really self-regulating or using titration or pendulation with my energy. Uh, you know, I'm a typical Aries, uh, O blood type. You know, it's like once I lock into something, typically I'm boom done, you know, all energy mission accomplished as your military mindset to where I just, (laughs) you know, uh, I'm a military family member for over 40 years. So, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I forgot to mention that earlier, but yeah, yes, I've been a military family member for all, but what, 10 years of my life. Okay. And so, um, but just self-regulation with my energy. And I think your modules break that down to where they're doable steps. Well, it's not about perfection and it's not about you get your self-care in every day, but are you doing better than you were pretty much? I want you to feel guilty if you're not doing it 
as much as you'd like, but are you better at it? Are you getting some in? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Because to move forward and to re-enter the workforce, you know, I do have to create a routine and your systems, creating systems, creating systems. (laughs) And I forgot the other one that, oh yeah, I really took home is I am the CEO of my life. And there isn't a successful CEO unless they have a system and a routine. And the morning routine is sacred. And I do believe that definitely. (laughs) And of course, in the evening, how to delete and dump or just do a hard reboot in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or that mindset really eliminates the excuses because you cannot be successful when you live on whims, cycles, and excuses. Yep. You know, you need to be organized. You need to have a routine and you need to know how to delegate when you need to delegate and your circle, how critical your circle is, you know, your directors, mm-hmm. <laughs> the first line managers. Yeah, I'm a little nerdy. Having goals. Yeah, I love it. I I'm know a little nerdy in that area. Yourself. Yeah. Like, I, this I, is not... I geek yeah. out. I geek out. And I'm like, oh, that's her passion word. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's not a sexy topic. Most people probably don't want to live like that. And that's cool. You don't have to. I mean, treat it like a buffet. Take what you want. Leave what you don't. But right. to me, when I have these systems in place for a bunch of areas in my home and my life, it takes the thinking out of it. And if I could take the thinking out of it, it just eliminates decision fatigue and stress. So I'm all about just making things simple. Oh, absolutely. Because rumination was the killer for me and the overthinking uh, analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. you know, that, that was my downfall. And, oh, I love the decision fatigue. I mean, because you're right, that is real and the clutter you know, living in clutter. And I would challenge everyone other than going to dealers and wearing your pajamas and see if you command respect, right? (laughs) Do you want a surgeon to come in with his hair all a mess and smelling, you know, like he hasn't bathed in five days? No. You know, so it's the same thing as far as like with you doing that. It's like, if I took everything out of my bedroom and put it on my bed, my drawers were clear, my closet was clear, everything on the floor was dumped on my bed. How would that affect my energy after the third day? You have to scoot everything to sleep. I mean, it will drain you just yeah. looking at it because oh, we're visual creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah. I oh. explain that to my husband. I was like, the visual clutter is stressing me out. <laughs> oh, and I've got another takeaway of yours that I loved is the blessing hour. When you have to do chores that you do not want to do, mm-hmm. you know, let's say clear that bed off. Okay. When you think of it as a blessing, And I forgot your exact quote. You have to help me. I don't think I copied that one down on the second go around. It was something about, would you care for what you have? Something about abundance. Yeah, it's scriptural. I'm going to mess this up, but something to do with, if you're faithful with the little, you'll be a ruler over much. So you can't expect to have, say, like a bigger house or a better car, or if you're not even taking care of this space you have now. Right. That's right. Like if your if your car is like, my gosh, my kids like this. I can say it. You know, there's coffee cups, there's soda cups, there's fast food wrappers, there's probably a change of clothes in the backseat. It's just atrocious. Like I, I can't do that. But if that's the way you're treating your stuff, you can't expect to get the better car. Or if your apartment is is just constantly dirty because you can't stand your apartment and you want a house, well, take care of what you have. I feel it's like the law of promotion, but again. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Very good. Yes. 
Yeah, the blessing hour, I just thought was, I don't know, it was just sweet. And that, some, that to me, that is something that should be taught to all generations. Like the Tuesday, you know, um, every day we have a Tuesday, C-H-O-O-S-E-D-A-Y. Yes. So the blessing hour, when you combine Tuesday with a blessing hour, I mean, you live in gratitude. How can you not live in gratitude? Like, I am so thankful for that sink full of dishes. Oh, oh, the touch I it love once. the touch it once. Yes. Oh my gosh, I hope. I know. And it's like, I've been saying touch at once. Dang it. Why did you say that? I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> no, I'm not. That, it's like that commercial. <laughs> I know. It's like that commercial you hear on TV and you can't stand the song or the run. And then it's what stays in your head all day. Yeah. And so, yeah, now when I'm doing things, just like touch it once. Oh, <laughs> holding myself accountable. Oh my God. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, one yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So has any area of your life changed because of what you've learned in this course? Well, definitely. Uh, I've been through it twice. So obviously yeah. those seeds um, that you mentioned, and it's just time for me to prune the tree. But I think the money mindset, leaving a legacy, because I am re-entering the workforce to know my worth. If I do not honor and take care of myself, how do I expect other people to honor and respect me if I don't pay myself the respect I deserve? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with potential income. You know, it's like living in a tourist area. And no, I don't want to drive, you know, actually the mileage isn't so bad, but with the traffic, it's like, well, I don't want to drive an hour and a half to work each day, three hours a day living in a car. No, I will take less, you know, living locally. So it's, it's, um, but with that legacy you mentioned, because money is not evil, even though I want to live a minimalist lifestyle. Money is not evil. Greed is. Money can be used for greater good. Mm -hmm. And so that, as I'm re-entering the workforce, has stayed in the back of my mindset. Because when you're re-entering at my age, you're going to be like, I will have to work for minimum wage. And someone in their low 20s or 30s may be my boss. And I'd be like, "Mm, I think I'll just stay here. You know, so it's like, I want to retreat. But no, it's like, I know my worth. I know I have a lot to offer. Even at the age I am re-entering the workforce with a bunch of tourists, you know, and there's a lot of people, you know, working on their visas here and they're, you know, accepting positions that most people are not accepting. So there's a lot of lower entry positions available immediately. And so, you know, I'm going to have to eat a little humble pie. But while I'm eating my humble pie, getting back out there, that module, how you worded everything was very inspiring because it reminded me of, I can create my own personal wealth. My mindset has been my limitation because I was like a GS10 and I have reinstatement eligibility. As As a military spouse, you're not pretty much offered a lot of high paying positions you get what you're offered or you know you transfer and it's hard to work your way up when you're moving every three years right 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 and for those who don't know gs10 that's just a pay grade in the in the military side yeah it starts off at like gs4 and it goes up to 15 and then Mm -hmm. it's like you ses before a gs9 you have to have a master's degree Mm -hmm. you know unless you start off as a four and you work two, three years, and then you're eligible for a five. So it's very stagnant. It's very bureaucratic. And now that I live in a touristy area and there's wealth, especially after Michael, I mean, there's wealth all around here. It's, it's, I'm assuming again, for the listener, Hurricane Michael, because you're in the Gulf. 
Yeah. Just to clarify for people, they're like, who's Michael? That's right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rebuilding here. There's a lot mm-hmm. of rebuilding here. Um, you know, Mexico Beach was devastated. A lot of people are like myself starting from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So it's, and you cover that in your modules, what you look for, you will find. And you, I think you uh, reference the car, you know, when you look for a yellow car, you're out shopping for a car, you're going to fine tune and you're going to spot these yellow cars. So mm-hmm. I have to use that also, you know, when I'm putting that resume out here shortly. So well, I'm sure what I'm going for, to do, I find. I'm sure you're going to do awesome. So well, would, this is a good start. This was a good, you know, practice yeah. session here with the audio. And I appreciate you asking me to chime in. Would you recommend the blueprint to somebody else? I mean, I know you like were targeting middle-age re-entry. You know, it seemed perfect for me. It almost seemed like it was written just for me. You know, it was like <laughs> when okay. I was told mom, hey, Jesus. And I'm like, no, that's my Jesus. And so I always said that when I was going through this, I think she wrote this just for me. But uh-huh. I honestly think this is good for any person at any stage or phase of their life male or female really because it just covers the basics yeah yeah it's like I said it's I I wrote it with the six pillars of your life that if you got those in order the others should fall into place easier so okay I am so glad you enjoyed it and got a lot out of it Dina and just a reminder to you and to the listener because I'm so passionate about different income streams too that when you invest in this course, you can, when you refer it, you will have, there's an affiliate. So you'll get your affiliate link and you get commissioned when you refer it. So just in case you didn't know, and just to let the listener know, I'm just all about those different income streams. So here you go. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. And of course, with the supplements as well. And I know we didn't cover, I don't think address supplements yet, but really that's what brought me to you was buying supplements um, and getting a health consult, you know, through Trish, because mm-hmm. just the MSM, and I mean, you were passionate about supplements because the quality of our soil is depleted. And right. as you were saying, pay the farmer first. But I had a chronic cough that was debilitating. I mean, when I was doing those one hour briefings several times a day, I was living on cough drops and I was miserable. I couldn't even exercise because of my cough. And when I went through a consult with Trish, she clued me into MSM and Mangosteen. And those are two of my staples for my cough. And then that led me to you. So see how good those who do good. (laughs) Yeah. And she goes like, well, here's what Yeah. Trish is the the founder of that health group that we're talking about on Facebook. And I was one of the coaches in there. So, so it makes sense to the listener. Well, Tina, because well, yeah, as you mentioned, it's the domino effect. Yeah. And so you are offering that from your website and with your affiliate programs mm-hmm. because good breeds good, you know, and it, it, you're just passing it along. I, I would much it. rather, you know, contribute to that versus, uh, you know, it's like shopping at Walmart or if you're going to buy a product, buy it from someone that you're supporting versus just one of the big five as far you know as the corporation so mm-hmm. definitely with the supplements uh, I noticed you had a link on that as well and that was covered in your module yeah, because you can eat vegetables and be very selective with your meat and seafood but if you do not watch how you feel because the soil and you are what you know your food eats to where you need 
those supplements. And I do because my cough is controlled just through two of them mm-hmm. without taking any cough medicine, without zoning myself out. You know, I think when I did go to the doctor for it, they put me on a steroid and cough medicine with codeine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. through the supplements, food-based, plant-based, yeah. it, it it's taken care of. Oh, I hear you. Uh, 10 years ago, I was told I was going to need a knee replacement. And through the supplements, I'm pretty much pain-free, still exercising, still avoiding that knee replacement. So, And the key is to watch how you feel. Like the mangosteen that I get from Pure, and if I buy something at the health food store, it's not the same. You know, I bought the liquid MSM at the health food store. It's not the same as the crystals that I use through yeah, Pure. You have to be very careful where it's sourced from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you just have to pay attention to how you feel. And you cover that in all of your modules. You know, if you do not document or track, how do you improve? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and the modules and all the takeaways. I said I had two, but actually now I think I <laughs> put in, what, 10, 12? So, That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. That was the whole purpose of this was to find out, you know, how you liked it and would you recommend it? And so others know beforehand what to expect. So Dina, I can't thank you enough for agreeing to this podcast. And I so appreciate you taking the course, not once, but twice and your feedback and your feedback. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Well, I'm happy to do so. And I'm I'm glad you kept in touch with me and I am glad that I could do this. Oh, goodness. Well, thank, thank you so much again. I appreciate it very much. And I thank you for all that you have done and that you do do and what you're contributing to humanity. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and share it with others on social media. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review. It is how we can empower, educate, and shift how others visualize their lives. Until next time, my friend, remember to live a life untapped. You are worth it.